Hi everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton. And today I want to talk a little bit about finding your tribe. Now the Stoic philosopher um, Epictetus, I may or may not be saying that correctly, said uh, to the key is to keep company only with people who uplift you whose presence calls forth your best. And this is something that generally, I think, um, we hear in different forms, you know, uh, like you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Or, um, you know, encouraging someone to hang out with people and spend more time with people that they want to be more like. So I invite you to close your eyes and picture the people you'll be interacting with today or, um, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, tomorrow, you know, do these people uplift you? Just breathe in and notice if the thought of someone has started to curl your mouth into a smile. Are you looking forward to seeing these people and having to interact with them tomorrow or today? So try to picture someone else and notice how your body responds to the thought of that person. Is there anyone that you have to interact with that is going to cause you tension? Um, Is is that creeping into your shoulders? Maybe, you know, you don't have to do anything about it, but just notice what's going on and be curious about that. What, what, what's that about? And I want to go ahead and breathe in again and Feel your body relax as you exhale. So when you're prioritizing yourself and your own well-being more and more, it's possible that you'll notice some kind of shift um, in where you place your attention and also who you give it to. You start becoming more aware of what's additive to your life and you're happier to walk away from those things that are more detrimental to you. And this is something that I've um, definitely been living out loud lately, I think. Um, I have, I joke that I've been reading a whole lot about personal development for many years and only recently have I actually been doing personal development, (laughs) actually making those changes that are uncomfortable and, and hard. And, um, I notice that, um, it is important to me and to my health and my mental well-being that I'm, I'm spending time with people who uplift me and get me excited about, um, running my business and meeting new people and getting new clients and living an awesome life. And, um, when I spend too much time not doing that, like I I forget, I get busy, I get my head down and I'm focusing on other things. Um, it takes a toll. And I mean, I'm actually, I'm kind of feeling it right now. I've really had my head down, um, trying to dig out from a, um, a full summer, will say um, just a lot on my mind um, this summer that that took a greater toll on me than I thought 
And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just realizing, you know, I'm feeling those effects of not being as connected. Um, so the idea, I think, of, you know, finding your, your tribe, you know, we, we all have heard the saying that it takes a village to raise a child. And in large part, you know, I feel like we've gotten away from the village idea at all. And, um, and even if we are thinking of it that way, I mean, the village doesn't end at 18, you know, we still need many people (laughs) to, to help us, uh, sort things out, uh, process our emotions and things that happen to us, help us push forward in life and business and um, just different viewpoints to, um, to learn from. And we get, we've gotten really, I don't know, individualistic and siloed and we've just forgotten to, um, involve the rest of the village in, in our own, uh, growth and success as people. Um, and so, and I think a lot of that ends up then in, uh, you know, a lot of the fighting that we're seeing, a lot of the polarization that we have, um, in the United States and all around the world. I mean, it's not, uh, we're seeing a swing in a, a lot of countries around the world. So, you know, just really polarization and we're pulling away from the idea of coming together as community. I think, um, our, our neighborhood really does a, a great job of getting people together, both just like neighbor led events and also our, our community life team, um, is really excellent at putting things together and pulling the community together. And it's things like that, that, um, you know, allow you to kind of put aside perceived differences. Even they're not, not even necessarily, um, differences, just putting aside that perceived difference for a little bit. Um, and I, I think also as a part of that, we, develop this idea that, you know, the tribe should be your family and, um, that that's who you should be getting, um, your support from. And realistically, uh, you know, a family probably isn't big enough to provide that, to provide all of the avenues of comfort and support and protection and advice and everything, um, of, of your individual family may well just not be big enough to support you for that. And then they just might not be very supportive at all. Right. And so the idea of, you know, finding your tribe, you know, is, is inviting you also to, I'm throwing things around over here. Um, you know, inviting you also to really just spend some time thinking about what is important to you. We often grow up with a, a group of people that we've been had been friends with for some time. And then you start wondering, why am I even friends with this person? <laughs> you 
you know, take that, take that time to make that inventory of yourself. What is it that is important to you? Um, spend that time in reflection and, you know, try also try some new things, you know, meet, meet some new people and see if you actually might like it. You know, maybe you've just been doing all the same things for so long um, that you don't, you don't even know. You just think you don't like. You just don't do that thing because you don't do that thing. Not for any good reason, you know. Um, and you want to, you know, reach out to other people too. You know, be supportive for them if if you are looking for people who will be supportive to you. And, um, you know, also be sure that you are stepping back a little bit to love yourself. And this is one that, you know, I noticed immediately made a bigger impact on just my, my life and my support system as a whole was, was loving and caring for myself more and I just, I had more love for other people to give. I didn't judge as harshly. And um, I could, I could open up and receive help a little more freely as well. So, you know, again, it can definitely be difficult. We, we live um, sometimes a very isolating life. And especially when you're on the, you know, family, career, marriage train, uh, there's a lot that goes on. Um, and it's hard to, you know, I, I don't have children. And I still think it's hard to, like, get out and make new friends and be intentional about hanging out and, you know, telling someone, you know, hey, I like you, let's hang out more. <laughs> it, it feels odd and... Um, you know, a little bit uncomfortable and it's really easy to stay at home. Um, but then, you know, I don't, I don't have a support system. And so, you know, really getting out there and identifying those people who can be there to help you out in any kind of time of need, whatever that is, right. You know, different people for, for different purposes, um, for sure. But finding, finding that, um, you know, I'm kind of right in, a, right in the middle, interestingly, of reorganizing uh, my tribe. I recently had um, three friends from another age in my life come back um, into my life. And at first I was like, oh, great. You know, I think about these people all the time. I wish them well. Um, I hope they're doing good. I'm glad to have them back in my life. And it just wasn't a good experience, unfortunately. And, um, you know, it was a little bit disappointing. But at the same time, part of me was able to let them go also. You know, they're not they're not my tribe. At first, I thought they were coming back. And I was like, oh, sweet. Yes, these people are still in my tribe. No, <laughs> they were not. They were not. Um, but that's how we learn, <laughs> right? 
Um, we sometimes are wrong and that's okay. We don't have to be perfect guys. Um, that is not what this life is about. And I drove myself crazy long enough trying to be perfect. And really it's just for me, at least it ends up being an excuse to procrastinate on things, which is super annoying. Anyway, um, so the, this quote from Epictetus and then this next one that I'm going to read to you from Alice Walker, um, I have recently been using the, um, the Fabulous app and um, to help with building routine for myself uh, in the mornings and throughout the day. And so these are little quotes that came um, and kind of discussion that came from that app. And I've been on and off again using it for a little bit. And I really like it. So um, unpaid endorsement, uh, go them. <laughs> go check out The Fabulous um, if you want to try uh, a new habit forming app. And so this last quote I wanted to leave you with because um, sometimes I think that we can have a relationship that with a friend that we've just been friends with for so long that, you know, it's like, Oh, that's just who they are. Or, you know, I've known them for so long. You give them so many passes for whatever inappropriate behavior they um, exhibit, but you don't, you don't have to. And I'll leave you with this quote from the American author, Alice Walker. And she said that no person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. Oh, I'll leave you with that thought. And this has been Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow.